Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. It's Kavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Rich Orenberger, the NFL vet, now turned popular broadcaster here on weekday mornings in 760 in San Diego and weekends here on Fox Sports Radio, Saturday mornings with Brian Noe and Jared Smith, and then Sunday afternoons on the East Coast, Sunday mornings on the West Coast with the one and only Steve Hartman. You can hear Mike Harmon and myself this Sunday prior to Hartman and Ornberger, uh, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 Pacific. So we get the uh, get the gang back together. We're going to be joined by Sean Merriman, former NFL linebacker, in just a little bit. I want to throw this out there, though, and, and if you're interested, in, in if you're listening to the show and you can add to this, best matchups in the Super Bowl that we never had. Mm. And this, this is all on the heels of Djokovic, Alcaraz, Wimbledon final, he, Federer's retired. Nadal didn't compete this year because of of injury, and next year is going to be his last. Like the the torches is, is basically passed. It is now we are now starting that next generation with Djokovic being that last link. And now you have uh, Djokovic, who is on his way to being the greatest player of all time on the men's side. And now you have Alcaraz, who is kind of the next, and you have this marquee matchup at the Wimbledon final. But it's no guarantee rich that we would get one versus two we just are lucky enough to have it just like there's no guarantee that we get these great matchups in the super bowl so we want to hear from you whether it be on twitter get rich again at ornberger or find me on twitter at dan buyer on fox you can also give us a call 877-99 on fox that's 877-996-6369 and we'll uh, we'll take your thoughts on what is the super bowl matchup that you wish that we would have had but Hey, you, you don't get one versus two uh, as often as you think. We got it for Wimbledon. We thought we'd have certain Super Bowl matchups. Chris Berman picked Niners and Bills every single year, and for <laughs> somehow it never happened at all in the 80s or 90s. So it's, it's, it's crazy. It got me to thinking, like, all right, what are the matchups that we missed out on that we could have had? Yeah, you know, it, what's odd about the way my brain works when it comes to sports is it's less overall team success and more individuals that – 
never squared off against each other. So that that's a little prelude too. But yeah, I, I think about individual matchups like quarterbacks that I would have wished to see duel in a Super Bowl that never got the opportunity to do so. That's usually the like we got we did get a Brady Mahomes one. Yeah, yeah. That was a good I, I, recent one. That was a really yeah. good recent one. I, I would have loved like, for example, like an Aaron Rodgers Tom Brady Super Bowl. And it's interesting that Tom went to the NFC because that sort of extinguished the opportunity. But then all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers go to the AFC, but now Tom's a minority owner in an AFC team. So it sort of feels like if he comes back, if he gets greenlit by the owners, which he won't, but if he does, it would be in the AFC. So it's just, you know, it, it, it kind of, it'll never happen. And that's one that comes to mind because of how long Aaron Rodgers and his careers overlapped. I, the one that I think about, and it, it's recent, and it's no disrespect to one John Ramos. Okay. But we, but we were that pass interference call away from having a Breeze-Brady Super Bowl. We had a right. Breeze-Manning one. Right. But a Breeze-Brady near the end of their career. And I think that, that was the one as well. Like with Breeze, you're like, okay, this is this is probably – this is probably it. Like this, this was the the opportunity to get back there to redo it. But that would have been Super Bowl Fifty Three. But the no pass interference call. It's not like the Saints were were perfect either. But that play, um, in essence, robbed the Saints of getting back to the Super Bowl again. And we would have had a. I don't. I don't think the Super Bowl would have been thirteen to three. Uh, I, I, maybe it could have been a little bit better than that. Maybe there wouldn't be as much scoring as I would have thought. But to not have a Brady-Breeze Super Bowl, um, I think, was disappointing considering we were so close. Also, um, my rookie year in the NFL, or or it might have been the Super Bowl just before it, but it was the Vikings that failed to get in, and it was when Favre was with the Vikings. Ah, yes. And it ended up being Colt Saints, which was an amazing Super Bowl. I'm not going to throw water on that Super Bowl, but but really, honestly, like Manning Favre, that would have been an, an amazing matchup. Yeah. It would it would have been better, frankly, if it were uh, if it were Favre when he was with the Packers, you know, just because of whatever. But but still, like you know, like that's kind of where my brain goes. I, and I understand that's probably where most people's brains goes because even when you're talking about the Niners, you're you're really talking about Montana or the Bills. It's Kelly. You know, you you are thinking about the quarterback matchups, but specifically like Favre and Manning, the gunslinger against the sheriff like i mean just a poster you could put up <laughs> holy cow I'm, I'm getting fired up dan like let's do over uh, i want to do over oh <sighs> man would peyton manning handcuff brett Favre at midfield at the coin toss to go you, along with a bit of, i can't believe you i can't uh, believe you took it to that i mean it's just how could you Yes, uh, and the answer is yes. He absolutely would. <laughs> uh, Rick is in Fort Lauderdale. He wants to weigh in on the uh, the Super Bowl that could have been. Rick, welcome to Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Great. Good, Rick. All right, Dan, this is going to hurt you because I know you're such a Dolphin hater, but after the Dolphins beat the Bears on Monday Night Football in 1985 to stop their undefeated season, we thought we were going to get the rematch in the Super Bowl and unfortunately, my Dolphins lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship. So we never got to see the rematch of 
Bears versus Dolphins. Boom. Buddy Ryan against Dan Marino. Oh, so good, Rick. Great call. I didn't. I don't hate the Dolphins. I, I I don't hate the Dolphins at all. I just wish they'd go back to their old uniforms. That's all that I. That's all that I want from Miami. He is absolutely right. Because then that Super Bowl was awful. Forty-six to ten. <laughs> Super Bowl twenty was a joke. It was an absolute joke. Rick and uh, Fort Lauderdale nailed it under that. Just of we missed out on Dolphins Bears in that in that rematch from the Dolphins ruining the perfect season. Kind of the reverse of what happened with the Giants and Patriots, where the you know Giants lost in the final regular season game. It came back to get revenge in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, we got time for one more. Then Sean Merriman's going to be uh, joining us. John in Massachusetts. John, what's up? Be sure I'm accurate on on this, but when the Packers were a number one seed, I think they were fifteen and one. The same year that the Patriots were 16-0 and 0 and the Giants beat the Packers, because that should have been Rodgers against Brady is the way I look at it. Yeah, and, and Rich, then you could have won that Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the one that you played in, Super Bowl 46, right? Remember uh, the... Yeah, that was Super Bowl. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, that, that We're conflating years. So the undefeated season was 2007. Yes. The, but, the second Giants loss was 46. That was the one that I played in. But he, yeah, but he's talking about the Packers that year because the Packers were 15 and 1 coming off of their Super Bowl win. So their Super Bowl win in Super Bowl 45, they lost to the Giants in the conference semifinals. Oh, right. And then the yes. Giants ended up playing you guys in the Super Bowl. And. Unfortunately for you, you lost. But yeah. instead of playing the Giants, you would have had to play the Packers, and maybe you could have won that Super Bowl. Yeah, not good. I had a, another one. Um, I remember this. The 2000, was it? It was Super Bowl 35. It, it ended up being a blowout. The Giants got embarrassed by the Ravens. But it should have been the Rams. It should, that should have been Kurt Warner again. And I think Trent Green – I think he got hurt during the season and Trent Green had to fill in. And it, they just they just couldn't get, get it done defensively. But that could have been another one. I mean, there's um, so many near misses and maybes that would have been better Super Bowl. I'll tell you what. Our next guest uh, is probably thinking back of all what could have been because our executive producer of the show, Bo Benson, said the Chargers 2006 should have been in the Super Bowl with that season. Sean Merriman was a member of that team. Uh, Sean, welcome to the program. Love having you on. You're such a friend of Fox Sports Radio. Can't wait to get into the fighting stuff. But Rich and I are sitting here talking about Super Bowl matchups that could have been. When you look back to the to, to that season in, in 2006 and the run that the Chargers had, like is is, is that something that, that sticks in your mind to this day? Are you, are you good with it? How do you, how do you look back at at those those seasons with the Chargers where you could have had you know maybe a maybe a Super Bowl appearance? You know, I see you guys are trying to ruin my Friday early. But sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Sean. You know, the, the truth is um, you it, it never it never leaves you, right? Um, and I think that especially when you're going to events like the uh, the SBs or you're going to do, uh, you know, you're going over the NFL Network, you're around all these guys, they start whipping out them Super Bowl rings, right? And that's when it kind of stings you the most. But, you know, you go back in those times, man, I, I get and understand that, you know, we won't – be up there with the Super Bowl chance, but if you if people don't really classify us as you know probably the best team or one of the best teams of that decade, um, you know I think that part of it is unfair. But yeah, we we talk about it. When I run into LT or I go to you know, I'm at every every home game for the Chargers or whatnot. We we always talk about it, man. I think that um you know that's one of those things that just never really leaves you. 
Yeah, that, I mean, the stings of losses, I think, are what motivate athletes the most. And you were certainly a great. I remember watching your game um, as I started out on my career in the NFL as an offensive lineman, thinking, my God, my God, I have nothing for this man. Like, if I if I accidentally run into him, I'd be very proud of myself. Um this transition you've made to the fight game and and your promotion of the fight game i it it impresses me but at the same time it it makes complete sense because i think offensive and defensive line pass rush positions outside linebacker like it's hand to hand combat is that is that the reason why this this was this felt like such a natural fit for you Oh, no, no question about it. And I started to train myself during the offseason between 2005 and 2006. Uh, actually, our, you know, a mutual uh, buddy that Jay Glazer had, had got me um, involved and, and yeah. introduced me to the Rangers Tour. And I started to train with a bunch of the top guys in the world every offseason. So I just developed that love and passion for the game. Uh, 2019, I ended up launching Lights Out Extreme Fighting. Uh, we're now on Fubo TV, Fubo Sports. If you guys don't have Fubo, get it. we got a huge fight coming up August 26th. Uh, in San Diego at Casino Palmas, so that's going to be our. This going to be our biggest car yet. But you're right, man. I, I try to get a lot of these former guys, or even some active guys during the off season, like pick up a combat sport uh, because they they use a they use their hands very similar. A lot of that translate onto the football field. And some of the guys, when they do, and I, I'll say Aaron Donald's one of the ones. Which, I mean, he has this hand combat stuff during the off season is crazy. But a lot more of these guys are picking it up and understanding that it really does transition onto the field. Sean Merriman, former NFL linebacker, also the founder, as you heard, of Lights Out Extreme Fighting, joining us here on Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. He's Rich Ornberger. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for the guys today on Fox Sports Radio. You know, what what have you learned within this past year? Going to get an event in January. I know you had then one in May in Burbank, and now you've got the one coming up in August. It is ten, but again, it's 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 only ten. What sort of strides have you seen between these events for what you guys are doing? Lights out that makes you so excited for what's coming up next month. Well, you know the crazy part is we we broke into football sports uh, top five most watched all time behind like some of the other programs, international oh, wow. soccer, but this. Which is which is insane, right? Uh, but it just also shows you what the what the fans like. I've always been about the fans, man, and engage with fans every single day on social media. If I'm out, it, it's really it really comes down to the fans and what they like. The second part of that is, uh, let me tell you, that producing three or four hours of live content ain't easy, you know. Uh, and you know, because we and I think back to when we played, you walk on a football field to a Sunday night or Monday night football game, and the lights and the cameras and everything, your uniforms, everything is set up, put in the locker. You don't have to do anything but go out there and, and do work for a couple hours. Now, you know, I'm on the flip side of it. I'm the one that's producing, and, we, you know, we got all the, the, the you know, in-house producing and, you know, cheap commercials in and out. I mean, it's just so many different things. Uh, but I'll tell you this, man, I, I wouldn't rather do anything else than be in this, uh, this MMA space and especially in the live sports business. Yeah, and Sean, you know, I, your background in sports, I'm sure, wasn't just football. A lot of us come from many different disciplines, whether it be, you know, in my past, I played lacrosse and basketball. I'm sure you played other sports, too. And those those athletic abilities, they cross over. And so have you had much luck with that, like in terms of, you know, maybe a football player who couldn't hack it at the professional level or even maybe starting to wash out at the college level but turned his interest to MMA and signed up with Lights Out and had some success. Are those stories starting to come to fruition for you? 
Yeah, no doubt about it. You hit it right on the head. Actually, I had a couple guys who were ready to sign. I was going to announce uh, about three or about four weeks ago from the XFL, and uh, those guys got uh, NFL contracts, so that got put on ice. But you know, the, the cool thing about it is, um, you know, I was fortunate. I played almost, you know, almost nine years, played eight years, um, and there's nothing like the NFL. I mean, nothing like like football. You can't replace even. I'm in combat sports. I love, I love this business. I love this this field. But nothing like football. And a lot of these guys, they're not going to play ten plus years. They're just not. It's just the way the NFL works. So we we work on getting some of these guys that still want to compete, you know, still got something left in the tank, and say, hey, come on over to Lights Out Extremes fighting, and let's, let's give you an opportunity there. Sean Merriman joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. I do got a couple of football questions for you. Rich and I talked on the top about Saquon Barkley and this stalemate with the franchise tag, and they're, they're not on the same page for guaranteed money. What do you think the Giants should do with their star running back? There's no doubt about it. He deserves a new contract and extension. And if I, w- if I was him, quite frankly, I wouldn't step on the field until that happened. Um, we know the shelf life of a running back, right? It's not that long. You know, once you take enough hits, to hit, you, you got to hit count on your body. And it will show you're 8, 9, 10, and on. Uh, so I wouldn't step on the field if I was him. And also, too, I think that people need to understand and, and really stop doing this in a way. We know that the running back position is a very uh, disposable position, as they say. But there are certain guys that exceed that, that recognition as just a running back. Look at the Giants and how they were when Saquon went down. They wasn't the same team. And Saquon, you got to take him out of that run of just that put that that blanket on him as just a running back. This guy makes that team better all the way around. And if you're going to go out and pay Daniel Jones or any one of these guys, let me tell you, he, Daniel Jones is not going to be better with Saquon Bar- Barkley not in the, in the backfield. It's just not going to happen. So they got to go out and, and figure out a way to pay him. He's deserving of it. He's not just some average running back who you can go play and plug and find somebody else put in that position. He is a game-breaker, and he changes the, the dimensions of that team with him on the field. But if I was him, I'm not stepping on the field until a new contract is done. I don't want to continue ruining your day, so I'll make this sort of on-ramp to this question brief. But the Buffalo Bills – Right now, they kind of remind me of those early 2000s or mid-2000s Chargers teams. And follow me here. A lot of talent, a lot of uh, success, obviously. But there are some roadblocks in the AFC. You know, and I'm speaking about the Bills and the Chargers back then both. Like, there are some really talented teams with really good quarterbacks who, you know, when matchups occur, you know, the, the obviously the pendulum can swing either way. But chemistry appears to be breaking down in the Bills locker room. You've got that situation with Stefan Diggs sent home from mandatory OTAs. Uh, you know, you have the head coach saying he's very concerned. And then you have Josh Allen getting on a podcast going, nothing to see here. The media blew this wildly out of proportion. <laughs> How important is chemistry in a locker room, especially when you have all the ingredients, but you're just maybe you're missing just that one. It's very important. And, you know, knowing Stephon Diggs the way I do for this long, um, I do think there were some parts of it that was just blown up. Like, right, you know, Steph has other ambitions during the offseason. He'll be there when he has to, and he'll show up when he has to. Um, but as far as that division, the, the problem is that when you don't win in that window, the teams in your division get better, right? So it's not right. necessarily like the, the, the Bills are, are bad or they're getting weaker or they're not as good as everybody perceived them to be. The problem is, Everybody in that division gotten better, and so when that happens, now your window of opportunity to win games and to win, you know, that division and win a championship becomes smaller. Because let me tell you, um, the Jets just got better with Aaron Rodgers. 
Tua, if he's healthy, the Miami's better. They got Tyreek Hill. If they find a couple more weapons for Mac Jones, they also going to be dangerous. So I wouldn't necessarily say that the Bills are a less of a team. It's just that they have a small window because everyone in that division has gotten better. He's Sean Merriman, former NFL linebacker and the founder now of Lights Out Extreme Fighting. Lights Out 10, live on Fubo TV, takes place Saturday, August 26th. Download the app. If you're in Southern California, you might as well go to the event. Yeah, it's on a Saturday night, a little uh, more than a month and a half. Any other details I got to hit, Sean, before we let you go? Yeah, you can check us out at lightsoutxf.com. Uh, Monday morning, the tickets will be in sale. But this is the first one going back to San Diego at uh, Casino Palma. Um, you know, we'll have a couple thousand people there, a lot of special guests. But uh, check us out, man. Uh, if you can't get there, check us out on Fubo Sports, Fubo TV. But this is going to be a big one. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend, man. You got it. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for listening to the Covino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Covino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Retta Stein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Yeah, getting you set for the weekend. Yes, we are. As we're broadcasting live for the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Rich, absolutely loved how people stepped up and gave us the matchups that we should have seen or could have seen in Super Bowls that never came to fruition. I mean, I mean, people stepping up on this Friday loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty impressive. Like, also where the human brain goes, right? Like, there are so many matchups that I didn't think of that have been brought to my attention, even on Twitter. But um, yeah, the the one that really keeps sticking with me is Brady Aaron, or excuse me, Brady against Aaron Rodgers. That that we'll never get it. We'll never get it. The end of the Brady era has already occurred. And now. Now Rodgers, is, as you pointed out, is in the AFC. So there's, there's not even a quarterback in the NFC right now that I think you would say, oh, that guy's got to be in. Like, I know the Cowboys are a completely different animal. Yeah. But I don't think that we would be saying we'd be more up in, you know, craziness if the Cowboys made it, not that Dak made it. Right. Yeah, that's actually a really interesting point because – yeah, like there's no like Kirk Cousins with the Vikings, he's not really blowing your doors off. Jared Goff with the Detroit Lions, Dak's not doing it. I mean, I guess uh, Jalen Hurts, I can I could pull for that guy. Like that's I guess but but what we're talking about is one. Like Jalen Hurts, I would like to see him win, but that's one guy out of the a- NFC that yeah. I could really that I could really throw my full support behind because I think the matchup would be great based on the quarterback. After all, his performance in the Super Bowl was standout, superlative. The best we've seen from a quarterback in Super Bowl history was unbelievable. It's it, it, I mean, he basically did it all. He did, he did get a touchdown early that maybe should have gone. I think it was Kenneth Gainwell that was stopped at like the one-inch line, but – yeah, I mean, he did everything. And he also kept his head coach in check. Remember when Nick Sirianni was mouthing off to the Chiefs players like during a review and it was Hurts who had to be the adult in the room that was like, all right, coach, settle down. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. He, he is a special human being, Jalen Hurts. And and I, I'm, not, I'm not high on the Eagles because of everything around him, but I am high on Jalen Hurts as a player and as a person. And I think at some point he will get back there and that opportunity to play in the Super Bowl. Let me give I, you one more. Let me okay. give you one more before we change topics because I really love the person, the leader that he's become, and the player last year especially of Geno Smith. Like if somehow Pete Carroll can me. pull a rabbit out of his hat and can get this team really humming – because, I, I mean, before there was the Legion of Boom, like, you know, you had a bunch of really untested characters around that Seahawks team that ended up panning out and being great and winning a Super Bowl. I, I don't – I'm not comparing Russell Wilson to – or a young Russell Wilson to Geno Smith year 9 or 10, whatever it's coming up next. Um, but, but, I, but something special happened in Seattle, and that is a team that has the offensive makeup – of continuing or even getting better, the sort of success that they've had, if they can cobble together a defense that'll stop people, look out for Seattle out of the NFC. 
Yeah, as a Seahawks fan, that's music to my ears, Rich Orenberger. I love to hear it. You're right. They just need to get stops. They lost some games last year that they uh, – I, I shouldn't say they had no reason. It, it's not the exact situation, but if you had any – like they, they lost to the Raiders. Josh Jacobs completely ran over them. Yeah. You get a couple of stops here and there, you know, it's a, it's a different story. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. Niners dominated them in the second half of that wild card game. But in the first half, heck, you're thinking, maybe the Seahawks are actually going to do this. They're going to win this game. And uh, that, that would be great. I would, love to, I would love to see that. There was a point in my life where I never thought I would see the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Now to have three appearances in the last, you know, 17, 18 years for what it's been, been pretty amazing. Would love to, uh, would love to see it again. I don't think that the Seahawks are America's team by any by any stretch of the imagination. By the way, in in in, in we're go, we're going to move on to this topic, but as we said, we we loved your feedback on the Super Bowl stuff. In about fifteen minutes or so, Rich has got a lot to say about summer. Okay, and 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 what is summer? The calendar says we're just a couple of weeks into summer. I think we're smack dab in the middle of it because of how school is. What's the best portion of summer? First third, middle third, or end third? Rich has got a lot to say about it. We want to hear what you have to say about it as well, so you can get in line. 877-99-ON-FOX. That's 877-996-6369, or hit us up on Twitter at Ornberger or at Dan Beyer on Fox. Now we can get to this point. I mentioned Dak and the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl, and really how it's more about the Cowboys. I think the story would be if Dallas ended up making – uh, making a run and going the Super Bowl 58 or or any in the next couple of years. I don't think it's as much about Dak as it would be of the Cowboys returning to glory and, and really about Jerry Jones. But the Cowboys have had this moniker of being America's team. And they may be America's team and it, and it may be uh, theirs to to lose. But I'll say this, for one season, I think another NFL team is renting that slogan. And I think it's the Green Bay Packers. And and a lot of it is coming, and you may, if you listen to Fox Sports Radio, you hear a lot of the promos, and Rich, we hear from Aaron Rodgers speaking and talking about hard knocks, and, you know, they jammed it down their throats. Now the Jets are going to have to be in, in the hard knocks. I don't think that there are a lot of people that are too sad that Aaron Rodgers is no longer a member of the Green Bay Packers. I think that Bears fans are probably happy Vikings fans are probably happy. Lions fans, who knows? They may win the division this year. Maybe they don't care. Well, you and I have talked on this program, on this network, about how Packer fans maybe probably are happy that Aaron Rodgers is no longer there. Yeah. But I think the, the freedom of Aaron Rodgers, of, of, of the Packers being free of Aaron Rodgers, and now you have this story in Jordan Love, you, number one, take away the enormous fan base of the Green Bay Packers, but number two... I think there are going to be a lot of people rooting for Jordan Love and Green Bay to succeed. So I think Green Bay has got the moniker of America's team entering the upcoming NFL season. That is really fascinating. I honestly think I honestly think it's the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are inarguably the like the the what would you call it? Uh, the not the coziest, but the most likable, I guess, for lack of a better word, the most likable head coach quarterback combo, outside of maybe Nick Sirianni and and uh, and Jalen Hurts. I just think it's too it's too soon to really crown them, and also they haven't had ultimately the success that Reed and Mahomes have had. 
but I I I think that I think that Andy Reid being sort of the old sage and the offensive guru who's fought his way out from under Mike Holmgren to strike out on his own as a head coach, untested in that field. Uh, a lot of people are going to say, yeah, he's going to flop because, you know, it was all Mike's offense out there in Green Bay. And then he had success in Philadelphia. Uh, good run with Donovan McNabb before heading to Kansas City and taking a three-win football team and turning it around with Alex Smith, but realizing there was a ceiling on Smith and then helping draft Patrick Mahomes. I, I The success they've had together, the fact that Mahomes is now a two-time Super Bowl champ alongside Andy Reid, two-time Super Bowl uh, MVP, two-time league MVP. I I really sort of feel like that moniker belongs to the Chiefs. And there's a lot of people who hate them too, but there's a lot yes. of people who hate the Dallas Cowboys. Sure. I I, I get that. I I am tired of the Chiefs. I just think with the fan base that Green Bay has, and I'm going to use one of your former teams as an example here, I don't know of anybody rooting against Green Bay right now, except maybe the Vikings and the Bears and, and the Lions, just yeah. because of the, them being division rivals. When Tom, when Tom Brady left the Patriots, you had this split where some maybe followed Tom to Tampa and did not wish New England well because of Belichick still being there. But some people maybe didn't just love Tom Brady and were like, oh, I don't care where he goes. I'm not a Brady fan. But I do think that you, because Belichick was still there in New England, you still had a reason to cheer against them because you were likely not a Belichick or Brady fan. And I just don't know of a reason why you would cheer against Green Bay. Now, if they go 12-5, and win the division, and are a two-seed, and Jordan Love looks to be the quarterback of the next decade – then I think it completely flips back because that organization has had great quarterback play over the last three decades. And then you're like, man, how do they continue to do this? This is unfair. But for just the one season only, and by the way, I feel like I've seen more of Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes this offseason than I actually do during the season. Like <laughs> now they're playing golf today, you know, like Tahoe at the celebrity thing. Yeah. You see him at the, you know, the award stuff. You saw him at the golf, you know, tournament, the, the match that they had with uh, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Like it's been, it's almost overload for me. And that's why I've kind of almost flipped on the Chiefs where I'm just like, all right, you know, thank goodness the Bengals made it a couple of years ago. Somebody else, you know, broke in and was different because I'm starting to get Patriot fatigue with the Kansas City Chiefs because it's too often. And I don't think you're going to get that with Green Bay. I think people are going to want to see Jordan Love succeed because what he's gone through and what Aaron Rodgers has kind of put the Packers through over these last three years. Yeah, to, to further your point, I don't think there's really anybody who's rooting against Jordan Love except for maybe – like hardcore Aaron Rodgers fans who are kind of, you know, stuck in their ways and they're pissed that the Packers didn't make it work with Aaron Rodgers. And it's almost like cutting off their nose to spite their face. Like, like it wouldn't be great if the Packers just go through a, a trough here and lose with love this way. You know, it's that told you so moment, you know, I, outside of that, I really don't think anybody can root against Jordan Love. I'm certainly rooting for him. I think the NFC North is a a really interesting division. You have a lot of turmoil. You got Kevin O'Connell 
first-time head coach last year who took the Vikings to the postseason. Now they got worked by, I mean, thumped by the Giants who came into their house and just had their way with them. But um, that's a good team. That's a well-led team by Kevin O'Connell. You have the Detroit Lions who are on the come. Uh, Campbell appears to have gotten this team motivated and and maybe out of the lurch that they were left in two seasons ago. And so it's going to be interesting to see where the culture's at there. Justin Fields, an electrifying performer at, at the quarterback position. There's no doubt he can play in the league. Can he be a quarterback in the league? Like, is it going to work out long-term at that position for Justin Fields? And can the Bears build around him? Because that was a huge question mark going into the offseason. And then, of course, if Jordan Love pans out, this is going to be a highly competitive division and uh, a much-improved division. So I'm excited about it, and, and I don't see how anybody could root against the Green Bay Packers. I could just see, like... You know, potentially even in their own division, given that Hard Knocks was such a sweeping success for the Detroit Lions, people just falling in love with the the Lions, especially if they go out and shock the world to open the NFL season on Thursday Night Football, the opening game of the 2023 regular season, and beat the Chiefs. That would be a hell of an opening salvo for those Detroit Lions on the road. Ben Johnson sticking around as, you know, the leader of that, that offense is their offensive coordinator now is Huge. it's a sign that things are yeah are, are really good in Detroit. And unlike Brady when he left New England, I don't know how many Aaron Rodgers fans there are. Right. Like, I think Jets fans are fans of Aaron Rodgers, but to have a contingent of fans that will follow Rodgers because of of who he is and the player that he was to the New York Jets I think those are few and far between. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you're right. I think, I think your instincts are right there. I think that it's a lot easier to imagine like, um, like, like a Brady following. Well, also because Brady, Brady was Derek Jeter, right? He always said the right thing. Like he, I was just listening to a, a promo on this station and I was thinking to myself like, yeah, you know, there is a little bit of that nauseatingly political correct thing from Brady over the years. Now, he's definitely cracked that shell. I definitely think he's a different guy on social media since he's retired, but even before that, after he left New England. But you got to know him a little bit as a person, and you almost liked him more. There's a lot of people who, as you know, Aaron Rodgers aged in the league, became more comfortable with the media and espousing his opinions on things, he really kind of divided the room. And so I agree with you. I think he probably won't carry as many of those individual fans with him to New York as, say, Brady did to Tampa Bay. He's Rich Ordberger. I'm Dan Beyer. We are sitting in for Camino and Rich here on Fox Sports Radio on this Friday. And today's show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right. Again, it's your opportunity to weigh in. Rich, you can do a thesis on this. He said before the show, a big deal. Best part of summer, start, middle, or end. We discuss it next year on Camino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. 
Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. It's Kavino and Rich, live from the TireRack.com studios. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Rich Ornberger in for Steve and Rich today. So we're live from the TireRack.com studios. It is a Friday, and uh, we've made it through the All-Star break. Padres and Phillies uh, just getting underway. So the second part, not the second half, because we're already in the second half of the season, but the second part of the Major League Baseball season is now underway. And I feel, Rich, that we are smack dab in the middle of summer. Like, this is this is the prime time. No matter when your school is, is out or resumes, I know Arizona usually does it pretty early like pretty early in august where i'm from in the uh, the upper midwest it's usually around labor day ish maybe after labor day or just a couple of days beforehand but i feel like this is like smack dab in the middle of summer and and it got me 
you know, kind of thinking and, and in talking to you that I feel that there, there are three phases to summer. There's start of summer, there's middle of summer, and there's end of summer. What's the best phase when it comes to summer? It's the first phase by far. By far, and it's not even close. And I'll explain to you why. It's it's that feeling you have when you and your friends are just starting to talk about New Year's Eve, like what your plans are going to be. It is the the culmination of all of that waiting all year as Christmas Eve finally arrives and you're just going to sleep with all these visions of the Xbox that you asked Santa for or the new bike or the basketball hoop in your driveway when you wake up, whatever it may be, right? It's that feeling of like when when you're in those final days of school and it's May and it's early June and you're just sweating it out and you're looking at the clock and it feels like each second is ticking by slower than the last. It's that feeling of finally getting there and like and it's it's almost like it's elation you don't even know what to do with yourself with the summer starts it's so exciting so the first couple of beach trips are amazing and you know the first couple of times you're hanging with your friends and that first time where it's a monday morning and your mom's not kicking you in the ribs to get out of bed because she's burnt the toast she's late for work she's pissed it's like the, the it's amazing it's amazing and then the middle of the summer unfortunately as you're reaching that hill so like the second third of the summer it kind of stinks because you already start projecting forward to that final third which i will argue is the worst the worst part of the year when you're a kid (laughs) and summer is ending it's not over but it's ending it's that it's that feeling you get in your stomach when you're bringing home a, a test you have to have signed by your parents it's it's the uh it's it's the waiting it's the waiting for your parents to come home uh, after you've been sent to the like, it's the worst. It's the it's the anticipation of the bad stuff that. Oh yeah, so one one thousand percent. First ser- third of the summertime is the best. Eight seven seven nine nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. If you want to weigh in on this, would love to have your opinions because everything you said. And I want to start out with the beginning. You are so right. There is nothing like. And and I'm trying. Like, listen, we you know we've been we're married. Uh, we have children. We understand those great moments in life. I'm not saying waking up on the first day of summer vacation matches those life milestones, but it is a different sort of high that is truly unexplainable. I, I don't even know if, Rich, I don't even know if, like, if you were to, you know, if somebody was working at a bad job and just didn't have, you know, they were done with it. And the first day after that, may, maybe there are some parallels to that. But there is something about the freedom yes. of waking up on that first morning. And by the way, if school ends on Friday, if your last day of school was on a Friday, to Rich's point on that Monday, it's not the Saturday and Sunday because you've had Saturday and Sunday off. It's what happens on that first weekday of summer vacation oh. that is such an ultimate high that truly and, and really in your childhood goes unmatched. Like there's nothing that can really rival the excitement of that morning. Yeah, and I'll also give you another reason why the first third of the summer is so good because like you know, you're doing all the summer things for the first time. Like, you know, look, by the end of the summer, how many times have you chased down the ice cream man? Yeah, I'm not saying it's 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 great every time. Like, don't get me wrong. Like a bomb pop on a hot day, that never goes out of style. 
But, like, the first couple are really special. Like, the first time you get on the bike and you successfully chase down the ice cream man because you heard the song and, and you know, you were in your underwear. You know, you, you had to get dressed really quick. And you ran out of your house barefoot waving a $5 bill that you found crumbled at the bottom of your, you know, your sock drawer or something like that. I mean, dude, there are so many moments about the early part. Also, like, the early part of the summer, in my opinion, it's the best weather of the summer because it hasn't quite heated up as you get into July and August. So you get that. That almost like almost like spring days like warm spring days feel in the month of june dude i love the summertime so much like i grew up a beach kid in new york we lived uh close to the south shore of long island so i remember one summer in fact we went so often and we went with so many people that my dad actually bought from a, a school auction one of those short school buses, I kid you not, he painted it gray, and we would just take the entire family, <laughs> extended cousins, everybody, down to the beach, and we would just camp out at the beach all day long. It was unbelievable. So, yeah, first the part. The Ornberger was- Mobile, that's what it was. That's what you loaded up. Yeah, My it was, goodness. It was the Ornberger short bus, and we, we, were, we, were com- <laughs> we, were, we were on tour that summer. Oh, Bo Benson, our executive producer, wants in. Bo? Yeah, I. Rich is totally right. Like, the last third of summer is probably the worst. I think it has the worst day of all. Um, when I played football in high school, I'm sure Rich did too, obviously. Um, the the beginning of practice and two-a-days. Oh, my God. The worst day on the calendar, I think. Oh, my God. So, and that was like, yeah, you could no longer do all the fun stuff you were doing, doing during the summer, right? Like... No more uh, playing Halo till 3 a.m. with all your friends online because uh, the next day you've got two uh, football practices and they're going to be grueling oh. and terrible. So, yeah, the, the back half of summer is easily the worst. Oh, dude. I mean, th- you're just so full of hope and wonderment at the beginning of the summer. Like, and Yeah, and then, you're then you fi- get there and then uh, it's gone. And yeah, you're finally going to talk to that girl from math class that you just chicken out all year long. But, like, you know, you've, you you grab their number and maybe you'll hang out this summer. Like, you know, and, and then come August when you're getting ready for training camp, you realize, like, yeah, you, you never did gussy up enough, you know, whatever it is, confidence to call her. And then on top of it, you're about to put on pads and do two a days for the next two weeks. <laughs> it's like you know, like the, I, the 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 last third of the summer is. I mean, it's garbage. And anybody who says that it's the best, I defy you to give me a single reason why it's the, the best. The, I'll, I'll I'll say this. I, I don't think it's the best. I think it's the worst. And what also makes it worse, you talk about the football practices digging into your summer vacation. Like when you were 12 and 13, you didn't have that responsibility. But when you're 14 and 15, now you do. Yeah. How about showing up at the empty school oh. to get your pads? And like, so like, not only are you starting practice, but you actually have to be at the building when there's nothing going on in the building. Like, it's just this eerie feeling. You're like, I'm at school, but I'm not at school. And it's not like everybody's at school. So it could actually maybe be kind of fun. Like, nobody's here. It's just. It's completely it, – it, it's awful. It, it is bad. The day that I see a back-to-school ad or would go into a, a Target or a Walmart or a, a, a Kmart or back where I was a Shopco, when you had back-to-school stuff, 
it was like it's over. Like it, as soon as you see back to school, you've already moved into the final third phase, whether you like it or not. I, my yeah. parents would always rub that into like they would uh, call me into the room, and be like, "Look, look, look! It's a back to school commercial." So. Oh God! Oh God! Your parents were sadists. Yeah, they were yeah. on Roman holiday. They were eating grapes while the gladiators were being fed to the lions. Like they knew. They knew. It's unbelievable. They knew. You know, I I remember that that feeling that you just described, Dan, as you're walking back to high school. And a lot of times because, you know, as as I continued on in the football playing career in high school, I was, you know, a team captain. So we'd have like the early like pre preseason meetings with that with the coaching staff. And so they would like welcome us down to the basement locker room where all of the the men's sports like had all their lockers. You would go down to the basement of the high school and that first moment when they cracked open the door, it's an indescribably awful smell. It's not a bad smell, but it it's it's one of those smells that if I smelled again, I would be transported right back to that moment. It's just a school that is baking under the 90 degree sun of an August New York <laughs> summer in the basement. And you just you open the doors and you're just like welcomed by whatever that purple cleaning spray they use in high schools is, and you're just like, God, I don't want to be here anywhere, anytime but now. And yeah, it's the official. That is the official scent of summer's over, and it's time to buck up. And it's not fun. Our our county fair used to be the first week of August and then our school would start like the third or fourth week of August. So that, that was the transition. Like when the fair was done, basically you've now moved in to that, to that next phase back to school. Does it pads do it smelling stinky basement. Uh, and back then when, when I played in that stinky basement, there were basically two sizes of shoulder pads as well. And so you, you're here doing your equipment check, and it's just such it's – it's all a process. Get your helmet, get your this, get your that. Oh, the, it's, it, it, was, it was the worst. You're absolutely right. I do wonder, though. Yeah. I do wonder if middle of summer could give first part of summer a run for its money. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 